three, two, one, go. Three, two, one, go. That's your cue, sweetheart. Oh, okay. It's your turn to All right. say something witty. Honey. Sweetheart. Today we are going to have a very special guest. Great. Very so special. You better put on your best smile. Best smile. And remove this RBF that you always show on your face. This is my only smile. God bless us. Forget about my husband and his rested bitch face. <laughs> now we have somebody who is totally opposite him. And um, this is our beautiful friend. Her name is Hien. And um, today we are going to uh, introduce Hien to the world. And without further ado, I want to bring Hien in and let her talk about herself and introduce herself, who she is, what she does, and where she lives, and how can we know her? Mm -hmm. What are some of the words can describe her personality and character? Thank wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Why don't you describe her personality and character first? I will. I mean, we will give her a chance to introduce herself. Well, you don't want her to brag on herself. It's just going to make her uncomfortable. <laughs> She's not uncomfortable. She's done this many times. Podcasts? Not podcasts, but she, she address congregation of people, professionals, ah. lecturers, professors. Sing your praises, Hien. Thank you, Sana, for a very nice introduction. My name is Hien. Uh, I'm from Vietnam. I work in British University, uh, British University Vietnam as a uh, learning management system officer and I'm living in Hưng Yên in the very nice area named Eco Park. Wow, I love Eco Park. I'm sure James always say if you leave this place, the only uh, thing, location, destination he's going to miss is Eco Park. All the green, the lakes, the nature. Is that, is yeah, right? it's very pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, what is your hometown? Uh, my hometown is Taiping. It's on about 100 kilometers from here. 100 kilometers? Mm -hmm. That's really? how many Which hours? Direction? Uh, one hour and a half driving. Oh, okay. Not very far. Yeah. But which direction from here? Is it south? To the, to the south. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that means the people in Taiping have warm hearts. Because when you go to the south, the weather becomes warmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many people. Uh, I live in the countryside, so many of my villagers have the same characteristics like mine. They're very friendly and very humorous. <laughs> the um, way they talk always make people That's true. Laugh, you know? Yes. You know, I know Hien for almost four years, mm. and uh, I never saw any frown on your face. How could you keep it, especially working in a very hectic environment? So much of work, long hours, weekends. Sometimes in the evening, Hien would write to me, oh, Chio, I can't come back for hot pot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, why? Because I have to stay until 9 p.m. 
I'm like, how can he, she do it? And then she comes. Sometimes I go down and I see her. She has this big smile. All her 26, 28 teeth is shining in the dark. What, <laughs> yeah. glow in the dark teeth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the most important reason is I love my company mm-hmm. and I love my college. Uh, actually, I work for BUV for almost nine years. That's right. And yeah. it's like my second home. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I have to leave, for, I have to uh, reside for almost one year because of my health issues. Mm-hmm. But during my living, I still go there, went there sometimes for have lunch, right, having yeah. lunch with my college. And then, like, I never be apart from BUV. Mm-hmm. And Chris, uh, my manager, asked me whenever I feel I'm ready to come back, just let him know. And I did that. Mm-hmm. So finally, I came back with a new position. And I think that's my luck. I work with Canvas LMS. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that I love it so much. Then, yeah, BUV like my second home. So what I'm doing is trying to give the best to my family and my uh, family members. So, yeah, I normally I'm easy to fall in love with what I do, and then I work with all passion, with all my heart. So sometimes it's really tired. Sometimes it's, uh, with the work, the workload is really heavy, but it doesn't matter. i always giving smiles to my family. Mm, right. What is it about your work that makes you smile? Because you said that you work with technology, some of the, the canvas and the yep. other things. Like Technology is, is kind of boring by itself, but what, what part of your job makes mm-hmm. you happy? Well, I enjoy from working <laughs> on technology and software. That's right. But technology is not that boring because you know that you are helping people. Uh, sometimes I really feel that I love work. I prefer working with uh, computers to working with people. But uh, when I achieve some things, uh, I feel that um, my work, my achievement is meaningful to everyone, especially during the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So everyone relies on Canvas on virtual class to survive. Mm-hmm. Even we close for like for years, lecturer and student and cannot uh, go to school, but no class was canceled. Cancel. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks to him. <laughs> so, you were the only sole member who actually helped 20 so faculty and uh, all the other department to be still running full force. So Canvas is uh, the web platform where all the classes are held? That's right. We upload everything there, organize the courses, and everyone have activities, everything. So you were a pretty important gal Mm -hmm. during COVID, huh? Yeah, thank you. There was no Kien. There would have been no school. That's why I always say, if she was not there, (laughs) BUV's building will collapse. What what is the name of your hometown again? Uh, Taibin. Taibin? Yes. Okay. When you were a little girl in Taibi, mm-hmm. what did you dream about being when you were an adult? Mm, before, I, I wanted to become a teacher. 
so in my I play with other kids and I we also play to be like pretending like we are in the class and I'm always a teacher. But when I grow up in my high school, my English teacher that I'm very close to, uh, he told me please not don't become a teacher. <laughs> Why? Um, because he, in Vietnam, teacher is not an easy job. We need to suffer a lot from the like the education system, mm. uh, the low salary, kind of boring job. Yeah. But mm. uh, then I study, decided to study tourism management in English. Mm. Mm-hmm. But finally, you see, I work in education. And about technology, mm-hmm. so we never know how what future we are. holds for us. Yeah, so just yeah. Uh, whatever you do, just do it the best. Right. Why did you want to be a teacher? Then you were kidding. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, but since I was small, I gave so lo- so much love to my teacher. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I really appreciate what they did for me. Even I know that they got paid for that. But they taught me many things, and mm-hmm. yeah, like my parents, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And now I work for university, and I really love the faculty, mm-hmm. all of them. I think it's because I mean, when I was kid as well, I have uh, a lot of teachers from primary, elementary to high school that I can never forget. When mm-hmm. I think about them, tears come. Yeah, um, it's because some of them are really selfless. They give you the kind of love that sometimes family members cannot mm-hmm. give you at sometimes, some part, you know, occasions in your life. And there are teachers who have taught me so many things that at this age I can. It kind of comes to the surface, and I will, you know, put a mark on that person that impacted my life. Maybe. 15, 20 years ago. Now I see the fruits of it. So I think a lot of, maybe a lot of kids when they are growing, the very first profession come to their mind is to be teacher because mm-hmm. human beings, they yeah. like to be loved, they want mm-hmm. to be cared and uh, immediately they see it either at home or at school because mm-hmm. that's where we, when we are young, most of our life is spent. And I think they do not know how a doctor works or how an engineering works, but they know how a teacher works. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Security, mm-hmm. basically, because you feel secure. Mm. Until now, I also remember uh, the name of all the teachers that taught mm-hmm. me. Same as me. Do you remember your teacher's name? A few of them. A few of them. <laughs> not all of them, but a few. Mm-hmm. Well, well, who's your favorite teacher? My favorite teacher, well... Many. Uh, not not a very special one. All of them. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. Yeah. You equally. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite teacher? No. <laughs> asking a kid his favorite teacher is like asking a mouse who's your favorite cat. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny how a teacher told you to not be a teacher. Well, that's right. Yeah. Maybe he thought that I can be someone else. Hmm? Maybe that person saw yeah. different competencies in mm. you, different abilities that mm. could be used in another profession, more 
bring you more achievement than yeah. to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. And they study, at, they teaching, they work in the countryside. So their life is a bit hard. Right. Mm. So they don't want me to repeat their hard life. Mm. Well, you're a teacher even without being like a quote teacher. Yeah, in you school. are teaching. We're all um, teachers. Exactly. Yeah, so somehow. Nice. I need to prepare slides, training for the faculty and students. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And I think if I were a teacher, I will I would do my job very well. Mm-hmm. You are doing your best, even now training and teaching other faculty and different yeah. departments. You remember uh, when we uh, get an order to transfer from offline to online, mm-hmm. I have only two days to prepare. Mm-hmm. At that time, I don't know which feature on Canvas which should be used for online teaching. Yeah, yeah. I remember they gave her only two days mm-hmm. and they said, this is what we purchased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we uploaded onto few computers. You have two days to help the whole system, yeah. this organization, to go offline, online in two days. And at that time, LMS team, only me. Only her. No one else. So I did to work on Saturday and Sunday preparing slides, studying on the system. And she has to study first. <laughs> to be able to... That's wow. a Two days. Yeah. And on Monday, I have only one hour to train the faculty. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we get online immediately. But I'm not simply just uh, train them and let them do things. Mm-hmm. I go to X class detect the issue mm-hmm. and support them and mm-hmm. I also have tracking list to record like this lecture skip the class mm-hmm. and what's the common problem so I can send out the uh, like notification a, yeah, or some instructions yeah yeah I remember so beginning everything I do I will have a tracking file mm-hmm. so nobody go on wrong track right well done <laughs> thank you really. Well, do you have any special story you want to share with us that you that can inspire us or whoever going to listen to this podcast? Special Anything story. in your life that you think can uh, be inspiration or motivation mm-hmm. for all of us who struggle in this world? Mm-hmm. Trying to work hard to earn earn our ends meet <laughs> and stuff like that. Actually, I'm a lazy person to change things in life. So BUV is the second company that I work for in my life. I work for Nico Hotel as receptionist for five years and a half. Uh, I never thought that I will left. I will leave mm-hmm. Hotel Nico. But there is something happened, some issue happened that make me has to reside immediately. Mm-hmm. At that time, I feel so down, mm-hmm. and I feel like uh, my world almost end. Then I apply for some jobs, and you know, with a profile of being a receptionist, it's not easy to get a job. Mm-hmm. And then I apply for BUV as an administration staff. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it may be a um, very simple task, but I work the best. I'm not always doing what people tell me to do. While working, I tried to find the best way to work. 
and more than what they ask. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, try to learn something else. Like I try to study on Excel. Mm -hmm. And there's one story, and I need to say thank you to the manager. She was a strict manager. Mm -hmm. And before I'm not like this, I never be careful in working. So one day I sent her a report and she almost threw to my face and told me, how can you give me this kind of report? So I sit down, work on the report again, and I found out she did not tell me what I did wrong, mm-hmm. or how the report looked like. So Should you have to find like, out yes, yourself yes, what yes. was wrong. <laughs> and from that moment, I be careful with everything I do and whatever the five I give to people, I want the five to be uh, easy to read, it's readable and recognized. I color the the mm-hmm. uh, the important columns. Right, yep. it's very detailed. You yes, draw yes. Yep. arrows from here mm-hmm. to there. We follow the arrows mm-hmm. to the boxes and you print screen every step. Yep. You actually go through the mm-hmm. program and yeah. you print screen them for us. So from that moment, I never repeat that mistake again. Mm. And from the administration, uh, people in academic department, they saw my competency Mm -hmm. and they asked me to work with them. Mm -hmm. So I moved to academics and I work in many positions, a student support officer, course office. Mm. And I... I had a lot of experience on how the learning structure going to be organized mm-hmm. and how the class will run. And it supported me a lot with the Canvas LMS mm. task. Yeah. So never give up. If there's a door closed, you know that another door will be open. So there's bigger a bigger door. Yeah, <laughs> bigger door. And you never know if it's a sweet or bitter. It's mm. totally up to you. And my godmother told me that if the life give you a lemon, just make a lemonade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's what I always say to myself. <laughs> make a lemonade and add a pinch of salt mm. and honey to it. Mm. <laughs> um, thank you, Hianoi. I mean, uh, your story is very inspiring. And, and I cannot stop. I want to listen to you go on and on and on. <laughs> but... Uh, one thing I have observed I, and I love about you and your family is mm. how you guys are so close together and you live together with your mom mm. and dad comes over from home, even though they have their own house, but they still, you know, you guys want to be together, eat together, do everything together. Um, share with us, what is this culture? How, how does this work? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vietnamese culture, we can say that's agriculture. And everyone share the same thing. Like while eating, we don't have the separate plate, mm-hmm. separate dish for everyone. All of us will share one even yeah the sauce. Plate, yes, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone will share the same food, the mm-hmm. same thing. And before many generations living in the same roof. Like three generations, so we have grandma, grand, grandparents, parents, and the children. Mm. Nowadays, it changed a bit. Like too many generations living in the same roof is not easy at all. Mm. But for my case, uh, my parents, they do not have a salary. Mm. You know? 
and they they need my support mm-hmm. and like to be returned to me they support me back mm-hmm. they take care of the house take care of all of us but the grandchildren yeah. as well yeah. yeah but they take care of us with love mm-hmm. yeah, so things become very easy right mm-hmm. when first i came to vietnam it was a little bit difficult for me when i see uh, i sit with some vietnamese friend and they put their chopstick you know across table into my bowl of my <laughs> plate it took me sometimes to get adjusted mm-hmm. and i learned to do the same mm-hmm. i put my chopstick in your plate now mm-hmm. if you yeah, see yeah. it oh not mm-hmm. often sometimes mm-hmm. Uh, or I can just put it into him, uh, James' plate or anybody. Mm. Pick up some of the food that I like is in his plate. I pick it up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I observed that and I was like, um, that shows how close family members are. Mm-hmm. And um, when times are tough, it's always better to handle uh The situation when you have a close bond with your family, mm. the immediate family especially. Uh, in my country, in my culture, is quite similar, but because the modernization came through Westerns long time ago, so uh, we don't see that type of family bond mm. anymore. Like they become very much individualistic. Mm. Mind everybody. My right, my place, my my plate, my room, everything, my 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 my. But deep down, they still um, there are you know teachings of how to take care of parents. I mean, I am forty years old. Till maybe last ten years, my mom t- took care of me. It's time for me to give back. Mm-hmm. So we have this mentality mm-hmm. as well. She might not take it from me and my sister but it's our responsibility mm-hmm. and me and my sister for five years ago we already planned something mm-hmm. which we don't touch mm-hmm. always for her yeah. there and continuously gonna go on so um, yeah that's what I saw and I felt like there is a similarity between your culture and our culture but yours is still very pure very innocent very you know it's beautiful touch hearts But there's some disadvantage to have some generation living in the of same course. roof. Yeah, you cannot educate your children mm. on the way you want. Because Everybody has yeah. an opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. And my parents always take care of them too much. Mm. I want them to be independent They and do everything spoiled. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my mother, like, here's your spoon, here's your chopstick. Eat it. So Don't move. Yeah, Just yeah, anything yeah, yeah. you want, I give you. Mm. Right. Even with their hand, they put food into our mouth. Yes. <laughs> mm. Right. How, what's your input in this? You're from a very individualistic culture. Yes, America is uh, very. Every, it's like every man is out for himself. That's what. That's the way we're taught from kids, from children. We're taught that. Uh, Uh, old people belong in nursing homes, and the, the, the concept of older people moving in with their children when they're when they when they can't take care of themselves is it's not it's just not part of the culture. Uh, whereas in um, you know even in in America even 150 years ago, it wasn't that long ago when the parents got to be too old. It was assumed. The, it was almost like the kids were going to fight over who's going to have mom and dad live with us. Mm-hmm. Like, there was this idea of 
they, they took care of us when we couldn't take care of ourselves. Uh, who's going to take care of them when they can't take care of themselves? So what happened? This big change <clears throat> happened suddenly. Well, it's, you can't pinpoint when it happened. Uh, probably the 60s was probably the biggest um, turning point as far as going from this communal lifestyle in America to what it is now. So, uh, But it, it wasn't that long ago when, you know, the concept of um, parents living in nursing homes mm. was just, it was non-existent. I mean, they, they existed, but it, it wasn't assumed like it is now. Like, there's a running joke in America, be, be nice to your kids because they're going to choose your nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it's kind of, it's, it, I mean, it's funny to say it, but it's, it's, it's not funny to think about it because, you know, it, it shows that, that you've lost that idea of we're going to take care of our parents when they can't take care of themselves. Well, in Vietnam, we have some sad story. A, parent, a mother, the, her husband already passed away, and she has a five children, some son and some daughter. Mm-hmm. But they do not let her in any nursing house because they're afraid that other people may discard and give bad comment about them for mm-hmm. that. So they take care of the mother by a bad work, the worst way ever. Mm-hmm. Each of them will take care of her one month. So the mother need to move from Every month this to, from yes, to, another to another house. house. Yeah? And then when they, like, they uh, put her in the weight measure mm-hmm. to see how the previous son or daughter took her. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really hurtful. Yeah, yeah. that's hurtful. I believe the mother wishes to be in the nursing house. Right. Yeah. It's different. And it's not like Americans don't have the resources to take in their parents. Right. They choose it just not doesn't to. occur it doesn't occur to them. That the culture is your parents. I think it's the education homes. system. They don't emphasize on elders respecting your parents and stuff probably. Uh, you won't don't blame it on the schools. It's just it's just the culture. And uh, you can't say that it's right or wrong. It's just the way it is. Can't pass judgment on it, but you can make observations and say there's maybe a better way to do it than what you're doing. Okay, so I I think... Why don't you close it out, Donnie? What should I say? You just give the call to action, give the website, and we're done. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Just do it, honey. I don't know. Just fumble through it. It will be heavily edited. Don't worry. <laughs> heavily edited. Don't yes. need to heavily edit it. <laughs> uh, well, um, we've been talking for almost 30 minutes. And uh, we have heard he and shared some valuable information with us from her dream to become a teacher. And now, now not only she's a teacher, she's also a professional in technology, taking care of uh, Canvas at BUV, where she works, and talking about family culture and value and um, how her job and work and her passion put a smile on her face and bring that smile back home for his fam- her family. And she does that for her family. Um, I hope our listeners can enjoy this podcast and learn a word or two from here. Uh, Definitely me and James learned a lot from him for past three years uh, by observing uh, her lifestyle, the way she 
uh, talk with us and deal with my husband, who is always <laughs> RBF. Uh, I think James only talks and smiles when he talks with he and with none of us, my friends. <laughs> Are you going to heavily edit that part? <laughs> <laughs> I think I passed this part. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, time is short and we come to the end of this podcast. Uh, if you would like to um, subscribe to our podcast and uh, 0 to 60 listens how to make your own podcast, please go to www.jns.media. And uh, you can drop a mail or a quick 15 minutes free talk with the master uh, to find out what lies before you and this world.